This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about the profile 2-5. This is one of the personality types according to human design. And for the last couple of episodes, we've been going through all the different profiles. We're right in the middle of a 12-part series. So if you missed out on those, feel free to skip back a few and start, I think, maybe three or four episodes Or if this is your very first time listening to the podcast and you are brand new to human design, welcome. I'm thrilled to have you here. My name is Madeline. I'm your host and you may want to start with episode number one. Now, if you're very experienced at human design, you already know what a profile is, you know all about your energy type and all of the basics, then great. Keep listening. But if this is your very first toe dipping in the water introduction of human design, you might find this episode to kind of go woo right over your head. So this podcast is developed a little bit like a course for beginners, and you're welcome to start with the very first episode and listen sequentially so that you learn everything in order. Or jump around, select the episodes that look like they apply to you the best, the ones that jump out at you, and listen randomly. That can work really well for people who have some prior human design knowledge already. Now, before we get into our topic, let's do my favorite part of the episode, which is the review of the week. And this one is titled, I Only Wish I Found This Podcast Sooner. I am so happy that I came across this incredibly helpful podcast on human design. Madeline breaks down the components of your human design chart in an easy to absorb, structured, and effective way. What's more is that she provides information on how to access her freebies from her website, which include cheat sheets you can use to reference and take notes while you listen to the episodes. When I discovered human design two years ago, I initially felt overwhelmed by all the information and unfamiliar language. After listening to this podcast, I've been able to gain a better understanding of how to use my design to live in alignment, make decisions, manifest, and more. And there's like a like a strong bicep emoji. I love that. There's so much value in practical tips laid out in these episodes and guided resources. After each episode, I feel empowered and better equipped to continue applying my design in my life, and it's made it easier for me to talk about it with friends, family, coworkers who are unfamiliar with what it is. Lastly, I've listened to a handful of other human design podcasts, but this is easily my favorite one. Oh my goodness, I have so much to say. That was so nice. First of all, this person is right. I have some pretty amazing free resources for you guys. I have a page called the Human Design Freebie Library, and right now there are five free resources in it, but I'm planning to add another secret one kind of soon here. Um, But in there, you'll get some free cheat sheets, some guides, a video, a lot of super useful information that can either go along with this podcast or just in addition. So the link for that is down in the show notes, or you can always find it in my Instagram 
bio in that link that's in my bio, find me on Instagram at healthy underscore Madeline. And it's just called the human design freebie library. All right. Oh, one other thing I want to say is that I totally understand what this person means about like the language of human design, where it's really hard to even know what's going on and what people are talking about when you're new and they're whipping out these human design terms so fast. So if you're still in that stage where you hear me or somebody else saying these human design terminologies really quickly, here's what I would actually recommend. Start talking out loud about human design with one of your friends, with a family member, or maybe just to yourself or to your cat, or get inside one of my human design groups so that we can have a dialogue about it. Because it's really hard to actually fully learn information if you never talk about it out loud and put it put your thoughts into words. And that can make a very large difference, not just only for human design, but any type of learning. So if that was your review, thank you so much. You win an amazing prize. And what it is, is that I'm going to answer your biggest, juiciest, most detailed personal human design question. So if if you wrote that review, send me a DM over on Instagram telling me that that was you and let me know what username you used. And I'll make that video and you'll have it to keep. Anybody else who wants to win that prize, you just get to write a review for the podcast and you're entered into the drawing forever. All right, let's get into our profile two five for today. And the two five is called the reluctant hero. So we talked about the two last week. And the two is the first number here. So remember that the first number in the profile is the very, very conscious part of you. It's the personal part of you. It's more of the private part of you. It's really how you see yourself. And the second number, so in this case, the five, is the external part of you. It's how other people see you and it's a little bit unconscious for you. So you oftentimes act as the five or the second number without really realizing it or seeing it in yourself. So both numbers, the two and the five are both you. It's just how much of it do you see and how much of it do other people see. So let's discuss the two, but we're only going to briefly review it because last week in episode 57, we fully reviewed the two. So um, if you heard last week, you already know all about the two, which is called the natural or also the hermit. We also talked about the two in episode 33. So again, to review, go to episode 33 and episode 57, and we'll do a quick quick review right now of the natural slash the hermit. So the two is naturally skilled at some things, not everything, but there are certain things that you're just naturally gifted at and you didn't really have to practice, study, or try as hard as other people at those skills. Now, make sure that you're not trying to validate why you're good at something or prove that you're worthy of being good at something because it doesn't work like that for you. Like you don't need to show a degree or show how many books you've read just because you're skilled at something. You just are skilled because your gifts come from within you. When you give yourself a lot of time and especially space to be alone, your gifts will develop. So that's where the hermit, that name comes in for the two. You do need alone time 
physically away from other people for these gifts to bubble up and come out of you. So that doesn't mean that you're spending your alone time practicing. Maybe you are, but that's not what this is about. It's not about practicing alone. It's just about giving yourself space and time to be alone so that something can bubble up within you and come out. And other people really do see how talented you are, and they're going to see that more than you do, because to you as the two, it's just normal. How you are is just regular, and oftentimes twos have trouble seeing that they are actually gifted at something. You know, a 2-4 last week on Instagram actually reached out to me and said this. She's like, I'm a 2-4, but I don't really think I'm that good at anything. And a 2 always will be able to see their gifts better if they ask somebody who's trustworthy, somebody they know well, ask them, what do you think I'm really, really good at? What are some qualities of mine that you're really impressed by? And you might be surprised because, again, whatever you're really good at, you twos out there, you don't really think it's that special because that's just normal for you. And then I want you to also expand your mind about these gifts that it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you would do in a talent show. Like it's not only things like music, dance, cooking, football. It could be those things. But you might also be really gifted at sharing or at listening or at holding space for people or at, um, I don't know, some other thing that you wouldn't necessarily do in a talent show. Like maybe you're really gifted at communicating with animals, something like that, or really gifted at, um, I don't really know, teaching information, making information sound simple for people those types of things. So it's not always a talent, however it could be. It's oftentimes a human quality that you're super, super skilled at that other people would struggle with. Like for example, for me, I am not a two, but I have always struggled with sharing and I've never felt comfortable sharing things like clothes or food or drinks with anybody except for the my very, very closest people, my husband, my very best friend, my sister, and my mom. Like those are basically the only people that I'm comfortable sharing with. And everybody else, I have to actually remember like, oh, nice people share. Let me remember to share. But maybe you are a two and you're just super gifted at sharing and making people feel welcome and, and feeding people and loving on people. Like that could be your natural gift. Ooh, I'm going way off on a tangent. <laughs> I said I was going to do a brief overview, but my mind is just bubbling up with all these thoughts. You know, as a side note, I want to say, I think my mind is bubbling up with all these thoughts because for the past week since last week's episode came out, I've been having some amazing conversations with some of you over on Instagram, but also in the human design accountability groups that that we've been doing about this, like about the profiles. So you guys have been DMing me and interacting on stories and DMs and on the Zoom and everything all about these profiles and it really helps me learn. So if you ever have a question or you want to share your experience or you just want to say, hey, that sounds like me, I loved that, definitely reach out and tell me about it because not only does it help me learn, but it helps like validate it in you and solidify the information in you. And I would love to be your human design BFF and go and chat about this. All right, back to the two. 
So one other important thing about the two, with it being your first number, you're going to need to tell people and train people in your life that you do need alone time because they probably won't know this about you until you make it clear. So that's just because this is the first number for you and it's not... um, It's not how everybody else sees you. So you're going to have to tell your husband or your kids or your boss, hey, I need this alone time and either say, here's why, or just say, I need this. And then you've, you've got to have it. All right, let's switch modes and talk about the five. So if you have not heard at all about the five, we did an entire episode on it already, and that was episode number 36. So feel free to go back and listen to that one again, just to solidify the five like really deep in your brain. So the five is called the liberator or the heretic, the hero, or the save the day person. So the five is somebody who loves and is really good at saving the day and fixing problems and correcting situations. You just love helping. People really like helpers. And so you're very likable this way because people want you to help them and people are going to sense that you can help them without you even ever talking about it. So for anybody that has a five as your second number, like maybe you're a three five, Right now we're talking about the 2-5, but this would also apply maybe to a 3-5. If that's your second number, think about any random stranger that has ever come up to you and asked for help. Does it happen to you a lot? It probably does, especially if you're a more in alignment person because your aura just oozes helper or fixer. Now, you might feel this energetic expectation from people to always be fixing or always be helping. And your life's work or one of your karmas here is to actually learn and discern which situations and people you want to help and which you do not want to help. So here's where some conditioning comes in for anybody with a five as your second number. I'm only worthy if I'm helping. Or I'm only a good little boy if I can fix people's problems. Or I'm only valuable if I can help everybody. So watch out because helping and fixing just to get approval, whether it's approval from yourself or approval from other people, is not good. So you're going to need to figure out a way to only help and fix situations that actually feel good for you. And it's a really simple thing to figure out, actually. If you're helping and you experience your not-self theme, then it's not right for you. So we talked all about the not-self themes in episodes 45 to 49. But for example, a manifester's not-self theme is anger. So if you're a manifester and you're a 2-5 or maybe a 3-5, something like that, and you are always helping and then you get angry while you're helping because nobody is appreciating you or it's not working out or you actually hate the experience or you don't really want to be doing it and now it's causing anger, which is your not-self theme, then you know that that wasn't in alignment for you to help in that circumstance or maybe to that capacity. But if you feel your signature or your self-theme after helping, that's good. So let's say again, you're a manifester and you have a five as your second number and you're helping and you feel so much peace. Oh my gosh, peace is your signature. Then that means that something's in alignment for you here. And one more thing for all of you fives, 
in life, you must find value in yourself in doing things other than fixing. So in your relationships, like my husband is a 3-5. In our relationship, I'll just share something very personal, but it's probably really common. He and He's a man, and so this comes up with men a lot too. But in our relationship, he loves to fix things. If I'm having a bad day, he doesn't just listen. He wants to fix my bad day. If I'm frustrated because everything in the kitchen is disorganized, he wants to start cleaning it up. But what I really need is somebody to just like hug me and say, it's okay, we don't have to clean right this second. It's going to be all right. And so a five usually wants to just step in, fix the thing, and that makes them feel like they're valuable because that that's kind of oftentimes what they feel is their only thing they can contribute. But you two fives or anybody with the five is the second number, you need to find other things in life that make you valuable that aren't fixing. Like maybe you're a super talented artist. That's valuable. You bring joy and interest in and art into people's lives. Maybe you are an incredible teacher and you bring knowledge into people's lives. Maybe you're, you're a clown and you're so funny and hilarious and you bring fun to the table. So those are things other than just fixing that would be making you a valuable human being. Maybe you're just really in alignment and you're just so kind and you're so grounded and peaceful and you're just a rock for people. So find value in yourself beyond fixing because fixing is only one thing that you can do along with many other things. And this becomes such a problem for people that have fives as the second number versus the first number because it's so unconscious for you. This fix-it behavior, this helping mentality is just on autopilot and you don't really see it as well as somebody with the five as the first number. Like a five one usually is much more in touch with this and typically doesn't put all of their value in fixing, maybe just a lot of it or some of it. So let's put it together. The two five, which is the reluctant hero. Your little slogan, which I love, is the unassuming natural who could lead a revolution. And I get these little slogans from one of my very favorite human design books. It's called Your Human Design, Discover Your Unique Path and How to Navigate It with Purpose by Shana Cornelius and Dana Stiles. I've recommended this book a lot and it's just super simple and easy to understand. So that's where this little slogan came from. The unassuming natural who could lead a revolution. So when we put the two and the five together, you have this balance thing again, like we talked about last week, and you guys know how I feel about the word balance. I'm actually not a fan, but let's pretend that balance is a good thing. You need to balance, number one, your need for alone time as the two, and then the second thing, you need to balance your desire to help as the five. So you've got this, like imagine two scales, the need to be alone and your desire to go out and help. And I actually don't believe that balance is something we should try to achieve because I think it's unrealistic. I think if you want to be a really, really good 
skilled, talented, full out person, many times you are going to be way out of balance and you're going to go like balls to the wall on one thing. So like maybe sometimes you go wild as the five and you are in helping mode to the max and it could totally feel in alignment. And maybe that day or that week, you actually don't feel the need for alone time. But then maybe The next day or the next week, you do need to retreat and have the alone time. So this doesn't need to look perfect or 50-50 or equal. It's never going to look that way. But you do need to get in touch with when do you need to be the two, when do you need to be the five, and when do you actually need to do both and weave them together. The two five might be unaware of your natural gifts. So remember to get outside trusted feedback and ask someone you're close to, what do you think I'm really good at? And that can help you just get more clarity about yourself. Watch out for overhelping or having an addiction to fixing because your five is unconscious. Something super interesting about the two five is that outside people, so someone that's not you, are going to be fascinated by you. They're absolutely fascinated by the two five. And usually people put the two five up on a pedestal and think that you've got everything all figured out and you've just got it all together. But you might not actually feel like that. Like you might not feel fascinating. You might not feel like you've got anything figured out and you definitely might not feel like you should be on a pedestal. But you actually should use that to your advantage. Like don't snuff it out. Don't tell people, no, 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 no. I'm not special. I'm not this. I'm not talented. I'm not anything. No, actually listen to when people put you on that pedestal and don't um, let it pump up your ego too much, but instead use it to your advantage to actually do your life's work. Like, why not? If people are putting you on a pedestal and you want to be a teacher or you want to be a leader or you want to start a business or be a mom or something, use that pedestal to actually get ahead and do well. Like, believe people. Seriously, believe them that you are fascinating and talented and just go with it humbly. It would be pretty interesting to see how that turns out for you if you're currently a 2-5 who is wallowing in self-esteem issues. Instead, use the pedestal people put you on to your advantage. And then one more piece before we close out, make sure that you train your inner circle, like your closest people, to respect your need for alone time and your boundaries around helping. Very, very important that you tell them, I need this alone time and I can't always help. You don't necessarily have to say those exact words, but you need to just make it clear to people when you have a boundary or when you need to be alone. So for all my two fives out there, or maybe you are a mom with two five kids or a husband with a two five wife, whoever you are that knows a two five, I want to hear from you. I'd love to have a discussion about this. So head over to my Instagram and join the conversation over there. There will probably be a reel up about the two five with a really interesting conversation happening in the comments, or just send me a DM. My Instagram handle is healthy underscore Madeline. We'll keep the conversation going over there all week. And for those who are in my human design group this month, I am so pumped to be working with each of you on your authority this month. It is so exciting. And one more quick announcement. We have a 
online somatic breathwork session open to anybody on October 12th, 2023. It's on Zoom and you get the replay. So if you can't make it that day or the time we're doing it, doesn't matter. You can use the replay. And this is especially helpful for people who are struggling to get in alignment with your design. You might just need to offload a bunch of energetic blockages that are kind of living in your body and living in your aura that are stopping you from being able to align with what your chart is telling you. And I'd love to help you with that. So you'll find that information in the show notes or go to studiotimeout.com and click on the breathwork tab and just get yourself signed up. I can't wait to see you there and everybody else. I'll see you next week right here. Same time, same place.